Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, and his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom. And thanks always to our engineer, Paul, for making me and my guests always sound so good. Today's episode is sponsored by OC4 Venture Studio, which is a new tech startup company building platform and community here in Orange County that I am a part of. If you're looking for help with your startup or you're looking for opportunities to work with the next generation of high growth companies here, or you want to just join the Orange County growing startup community, you can go to OC4V.com to learn more. I am really excited and happy to have my friend Doug Wilson on Accelerate OC today. And before we get to hear from Doug and all his amazing experiences and wisdom, and he's a great storyteller as well, um, let me tell you first a little bit about Doug. He's currently the chairman of the CEO Leadership Alliance of Orange County, and this is a group that I've mentioned many times on prior shows that I had the good fortune to get involved with. Uh, last year, and I'm still involved today. And Doug really was the instigator to pull this group together several years ago and form this growing group of CEOs from some of the biggest companies here in Orange County. And they are working together under the mission to build a thriving Orange County for all, which is something that I think all of us can get behind. And so we want to talk a lot about CLA and what how it came to be and, and what's happening with it today. Doug is also an executive fellow at the Center for Higher Ambition Leadership, which is a, a key component of what he also brings to the CEO Leadership Alliance. And he became an executive fellow really as an honor because he's such a thought leader on the topic of higher ambition leadership. Uh, he's also been a CEO of uh, his own company called Next Solutions for over 30 years. And it's a consulting firm that he started that focuses on significant value-add opportunities in the home-building industry. We both also have a passion for this idea of assessments and uh, introspection into ourselves and how we can improve and also use that for team development. And Doug actually authored an assessment called Your Style of Influence many years ago, and it's an assessment that's used to develop higher performing teams. And it's used in many Fortune 500 companies as well as uh, companies all over the world. And so we'll talk a little bit about the power of assessments to really help us understand ourselves and, and work better together in teams. He's super well-educated. He has multiple <laughs> degrees uh, in both Too psychology, uh, theology, even as a PhD. He's taught, he's written extensively, He's worked in and consulted in a variety of industries. Doug is exactly my kind of guy. He's so well-rounded. He's incredibly curious, which I so appreciate. And ultimately, the conversations we have always go really deep and uh, end up being really productive. And so I so appreciate him. And Doug, thank you for joining us on Accelerate OC today. You bet. Great to be here today, Kerry. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, let's get to the starting line. So I talked about the CEO Leadership Alliance, or, or CLA for short, can you give your version of the foundational start to CLA and kind of where, where it is today? Sure. So the start was about five years ago, 
Dick Gottenauer and I were part. Dick is a former CEO of a Fortune 500 company, and he was a client of mine that I'd worked mm-hmm. with on the style of influence tool and team performance. We were invited to a nonprofit that was organized out of Harvard University, and it was around educating men and women to do both well and good, mm. be anchored in purpose. Dick had developed a phenomenal uh, company that used the word purpose 12 years ago before everybody else was using Mm -hmm. it. And we started seeing the power of purpose and how it could accelerate your own life, but accelerate the performance of your organization and get your organization engaged in your community and other ways of giving back that people understood how all this works together Mm -hmm. in the fight for not just customers, but for great talent Mm -hmm. and for reputation, uh, for trust. So we started talking to people in Orange County about that and meeting with the largest CEOs in the county to start with that we felt embodied this kind of ethic. Mm -hmm. And we were very fortunate to begin capturing people saying, yes, I want to be a part of this. It was really the CEOs that decided we need to look at how we could work together on some of the biggest problems facing Orange County. Let's just don't do our own foundation work. What if we worked collectively together Mm -hmm. and began to really think about some of the system-wide issues we need to address in Orange County? And that then led to our study with McKinsey on some of the biggest challenges we face and where we as business leaders in partnership with government, nonprofits, and academics could really move the needle to help build a thriving Orange County for all. Mm, Great, great overview and, you know, a great, a great start. I mean, having that, that core purpose of how, how can we make this an even greater place than it already is 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 so powerful so started five years ago what's the current state of cla yeah obviously i mentioned you know i'm i'm involved but i want to make sure that the audience gets a a real deep understanding of of what's happening because it is pretty incredible sure and when i say started five years ago remember that's with the beginning of the twinkle in the eye Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, an idea. And that required one meeting at a time. So the first two or three years were slow Mm -hmm. in terms of forming and learning and not pushing, but letting it evolve organically. The last two years, it really, because we got our strategy clear and we really had coalesced around a core focus, Mm -hmm. things have really accelerated. So... Where we are today is we feel like we can move the needle when you look at Orange County and where the challenges are we face. We can move the needle with a better jobs strategy. Mm -hmm. And that means, first of all, focusing on what jobs have the highest leverage. Mm -hmm. If you hire what we call innovation jobs, These are jobs where you export a product or service or you're bringing dollars into an economy Mm -hmm. uh, that you've created something and those dollars are coming back into the economy from outside. 
So it's not just dollars recirculating inside mm-hmm. an economy like a restaurant or uh, like uh, other services. Sure. Secondly, it requires something that's creative. It's something new. It's you're finding a new customer base. You're finding ways to expand on a customer base. Mm-hmm. That's innovation jobs. They always have a five-to-one ratio. So for every innovation job you create, because generally they're very high-paying, yes. you're able to get two new professional jobs and three service jobs. Mm. That starts to lead to better jobs for all. And we have a problem in Orange County right now that 67% over the next 10 years are forecasted to make $60,000 or less a year as individuals. As far as the current jobs that we're creating. Yes. And that's the forecast over the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's roughly, it, the number is even worse at 40000 or less. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... It's really sad to see how can you survive mm-hmm. in a place like this. Mm-hmm. We're not going to lower the real estate prices, at least we hope not. Sure. We want to create jobs so people can afford to live here mm-hmm. and live a better, high-quality life, if you sure. will. Yeah, that totally, totally makes sense. So strategically, I couldn't agree more. What, what do you see the CLA group doing to really help move that needle forward in a, in a meaningful way? Yeah, great question. You want to pick, first of all, one of our principles is think long-term, mm-hmm. act short-term. Mm-hmm. This is not a short-term fix. Yes. And this is not a rifle shot. You have to think about a holistic strategy that works together. Mm-hmm. We call it a flywheel. Mm-hmm. And as you know a flywheel is something that creates energy as it starts to move and Mm -hmm. spin. Mm -hmm. And the faster it spins, the easier it spins. We think we can create this interlocking strategy that one supports the other in the strategy. Mm -hmm. So we have four pieces to our flywheel. And the first piece, which is critical in creating innovation jobs, is capital. Mm Without capital, it's the blood that allows these ideas to flow. Mm-hmm. So Dick Gottenauer is creating this master fund, which I know he was on your show mm-hmm. recently. This master fund will be investing in venture capital, on uh, VCs that will then take their venture capital in specific areas where they have expertise and likely innovation job they will be innovation jobs so we're focusing on the clusters where we think we have a competitive advantage in orange county Mm -hmm. there has to be enough talent here Mm -hmm. and there have to be enough companies usually there has to be an anchor company as well that's big in that space like medical technology you go to ophthalmology. Mm -hmm. That's one of the VCs we'll invest in, Visionary Fund, with Jeff Weinhoff. So that fund focuses significant only on ophthalmology and now a little bit on aesthetics. Mm -hmm. 
but it comes out of being anchored with Allergan right here mm-hmm. and over 80 other startups. So we have some momentum there, and we have key opinion leaders that can weigh in mm-hmm. on that space and really provide a what you call this unfair advantage yes. for making decisions on whether this company is going to win or lose. So right now on our master fund, we're looking for those clusters we will support. We've picked two right now, mm-hmm. one in this space of artificial intelligence and the other in the space of ophthalmology aesthetics. But we will expand that into property tech, fintech. Those are some other spaces we're looking at right now. We closed on uh, $45 million right now. By the end of the year, we hope to be at $100 million in that master fund, which is a no-load fund that then the fund money goes down to the VCs. So that creates a, a real opportunity for the blood flow for mm-hmm. these companies. Mm-hmm. And as we were just talking a little bit like earlier in a conversation, you and I, carry, there's a lot of startups out there that are, we don't even know where they are, but mm-hmm. if we can create the capital for them here in Orange mm-hmm. County, that they don't have to be running up to San Francisco or Boston or New York, we start to develop this ecosystem of ideas, capital, and energy coming together Mm -hmm. in a really positive way in Orange County. So that's the first part. And the second part, though, is a really long-term strategy of how do we educate the talent we need in Orange Mm -hmm. County Mm -hmm. for the future. Mm -hmm. So that's linking together even high school kids, starting to get them oriented to the jobs of the future. So we've created a partnership with the schools in Orange County. We've got an RFP out where we'll be working on possibly like the city of Anaheim or Santa Ana. Mm -hmm. We haven't picked that exact school yet. But we'll be working with those high school kids in partnership with PIMCO, University of California, Irvine, with Chalk, and they'll be helping to craft internships, mentorships to help these young people see a path forward mm. to these higher paying jobs that they could get. Because a lot of times these people are getting a decent education, but they're not socialized into an environment where they can really begin to see a bright future ahead for them mm-hmm. where they really could win in this game of entrepreneurship. And that's what we're committed to there as well. So that's the second piece. The third piece is working on keeping talent here in Orange County. Mm -hmm. When people graduate, two-thirds of them, particularly STEM graduates, are leaving the county. Mm. we got to figure out how to keep them here and create more jobs. So we're working on uh, how we can invest in these college graduates and begin to hire more of them in our companies. Jim Morris from Pacific Life is helping to lead that. But we have over 25 companies now committed to being at what we call a level five commitment, which is a commitment to hiring these kids, developing them, and mentoring them into future jobs in these companies like PIMCO. That's great. And and I think that we know if we get them started here 
in their careers, like us, they're going to realize that this is as good a place as there is anywhere to build a life. Exactly. And they just need to see the opportunity and to your point, the the support and the mentorship and the path forward to uh, to building that life. Right. And once you lose them, it's it can be very difficult to get them back. Because yes. then without without parents' help, it's difficult to get back into housing here. It's just so hard. That's right. So this is such a compelling topic, Doug. A lot of my audience are either aspiring entrepreneurs or people who are already on that path. And, and they, they want to build successful companies, and those successful companies will create jobs. Mm-hmm. What are things that you feel like they can do or we can do to help connect them if they're if they're early on because you know cla is made up of the biggest companies here and many of these companies are are doing great like edwards life science and they're they're adding jobs here but also around the globe what are the things that you feel like the younger smaller companies can do or that we can do to connect them into cla Right. Great question. And we did start with the largest companies, and mm-hmm. we're very fortunate to have some really dedicated leaders Absolutely. like uh, Mike Musalem yes. uh, that is very committed as vice chairman of this mm-hmm. group to mm-hmm. uh, our efforts. But we also know that the future is in these startups, and it's the, the young at heart mm. that are going to be out there with passion working to and having the courage Mm -hmm. to act an idea and work at making that happen and monetize that into a business model. Mm -hmm. That's really exciting. So we're working on three fronts there. And actually, you know this quite well because you've been engaged with us for a while. One is, how do you just begin building more connections Mm -hmm. with these entrepreneurs? And there's no one organization that can do it all. That's right. Octane's doing amazing things. The Beale Center for Applied Innovation is doing great things. We need to start many more of these kind of activities in this workspace Mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs and connecting and being encouraged. These breakfasts, you have a great breakfast you do once a month. We need more of those. Yes. And... Uh, this melding of ideas together, there's, that is critical. And we need network leaders that are good at it, of building those kind of networks. So we're looking for that. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, uh, we're looking for people that are already down the road a bit and would be willing to mentor mm-hmm. the younger entrepreneurs. And how do we connect them together? We're looking to build that kind of fabric. Mm -hmm. And then I guess third, maybe the most important, is we need to develop this spirit of, I'm not just out for myself, Mm. I'm out for us. Mm -hmm. Yes, I gotta take care of me, but if I only take care of me, what am I? Uh, There's something more to life than just that. And how do you create that kind of heart and spirit in Mm. a county that we're here for us. Yes. And as we do that, it actually 
is better for all of us in the long run. Yeah, let's let's go under the hood and dig deeper into that a little bit. I mean, one of the things that I've seen, even from, and I think it's so inspiring. I mean, what where, where I've taken a lot of inspiration is the fact, as you mentioned, that we have some incredible leaders that have joined CLA, and as I think about it, they don't they don't have to do this, right? These are people that are going to be fine financially right. security safety i mean they 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 could easily be in it for themselves and ride off into the sunset whenever they choose and yet they've committed to more and doing a lot more and i take a lot of inspiration from that how do we get more people to really appreciate and join that movement because I've seen far too often the entrepreneurs here who have been successful. Uh, maybe they've struggled and they've felt alone through the process of building their company. And when they succeed, they ride off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. And how do we inspire them to, to see there's a richer life to be lived by paying it forward and, and getting more involved with others. Yeah. Well, I think one of the reasons people ride off into the sunset off more often here than they do in San Francisco sure. or L.A., mm-hmm. unfortunately, but it is the truth, is they don't have good networks for yes. them to plug into. Yeah. So after they're successful, okay, what do I, where do I go? And they ask the question and, you know, it's crickets. Yep. <laughs> they don't hear a yep. lot. So it's our responsibility mm. To begin building mm-hmm. these kind of mechanisms for mm-hmm. where people can plug in. Sure. And we like to say we're an organization that is an encourager of others mm-hmm. and working to help make them successful. And if there's something that needs to be started, we'll get it started, but we'd love to give it over sure. to someone else to run it. Mm-hmm. And our job is to help be that instigator, that connector. So we're if you're somebody out there in the audience that has an idea of how to build a network for connecting, mentoring, and for uh, encouraging entrepreneurship, come talk to us. Reach out to reach out to you, Carrie. You're you're a part of what we're trying to do. You could reach out to Mark Percy, our president. Mm-hmm. We've got a website. It's claoc.org. Check that out, mm-hmm. and that's how you can make some connections with us. That's that's great. So let's let's cite some examples. So one of the reasons I started the show, as you know, was to highlight great folks, innovators, leaders in our community. And I've had the great privilege of meeting folks over my years here, folks like you that are visionary and really leading by example in in pulling groups like this together, who are the the people as you look ahead that you say, you know, these are our our leaders, the ones that we should be emulating and trying to develop more of here? Hmm. Great, great question, Kerry. So I'm connected more with the people that have established themselves Mm -hmm. as leaders and 
That's the Mike Musalems. That's the Doug Holty from the Irvine Company, who, by the way, is the fourth piece on our flywheel, mm-hmm. doing some amazing things around Envision Your OC, which mm-hmm. is how we brand Orange County to attract talent mm-hmm. to yep. our space uh, and to this beautiful environment where right. we live and work. I mean, we want to talk about that. Yeah. That's what that website's about. And tell it consistently so yes. people don't look at us as just Disneyland and the Real Housewives of Orange County, but they really see that there are world-class universities and world-class companies and world-class people here. Right, exactly. So, I mean, the people I'm inspired by are the, I would say, the current generation Mm -hmm. of the CEOs that are a part of our group. Manny Roman from PIMCO, Jim Morris from Pacific Life. Mm -hmm. They model the kind of values we're talking about. Um... The younger people like you and these other entrepreneurs, I'm getting to know them more. And I would say that being able to build the connections that we need there is something that we're learning. Mm -hmm. And I'm relying on people like you and others uh, to help connect us to those people. So, I, yeah, I see a number of young entrepreneurs out there, but I don't know them well enough to actually make a statement about mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. quality of their leadership yet. I mm-hmm. just know they've started some great companies, sure. and whether they're great leaders or not, I don't know enough yet. Mm-hmm. I can speak for sure about the others, though. Sure. How, how do we leverage their great wisdom and leadership to... Uh, encourage this younger up-and-coming group i mean you and i've talked a lot about how um, there's this maturation process that a lot of people go through where um, it it goes from sort of this instinctive survival and uh, egocentric uh, it's about me to Mm -hmm. um, wait there's a lot more and kind of this higher order thinking it's uh, how do we expose more people to that so right. that we can get them to, to maybe more quickly or, or earlier in their development process. Because I think there is there is a need for some, you know, I think we have some young at heart leaders that, that are part of CLA, but how do we um, get some younger folks more involved here? Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, that's part of our challenge. But, look, there's... When you're starting a company, you're all in, Mm -hmm. and you don't have much time to think about much else than making sure you're successful Mm -hmm. in that company. And we get that. And to ask for a lot more is, that's pretty difficult. So you can, they have some bandwidth. Palmer Lucky, he's been very committed to what we're doing. Mm -hmm. He shows bandwidth. uh, He's in He's done some. Re- he's an investor in our fund. He's uh, helping us reach out to people. Stu McClure, Silence. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a person, as best as I can see, that has gone beyond just doing a startup, but is really thinking about something much bigger. How do I create an artificial intelligence, an AI supercenter here in Orange County? Mm-hmm. What would it take? Um, these, that kind of thinking is, is critical, but I think we need to see this modeled from 
the current leaders that are leading some of our biggest organizations. That's what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And then invite the younger entrepreneurs into the being a part of this and actually saying, we need to make room for you in the long run. And how are we going to do that? And how do we create the structure and systems to make sure that happens Mm -hmm. and give the younger entrepreneur the opportunity to really step up and lead in some of these things as their bandwidth grows mm-hmm. and they get more successful. Mm-hmm. Do you, so, so a couple couple things there. One, I mean, my, my contention always is that you're going to build a better company by finding that bandwidth earlier. Do you, what, do you agree, disagree with that? How do you, that's, a, that's a good question. You know, like they say, give a busy person Mm-hmm. something new to do, mm-hmm. the idea that you will be committed to continual learning outside of your own space, no matter where you are in a cycle, mm-hmm. is critical. Mm-hmm. If you get head down too much and you're not building other connections outside of your own small world, it becomes dangerous mm-hmm. because you're going to miss things that are happening out there that your head is so tucked down, mm-hmm. you don't even see it. And I've seen that over and over with the men and women I've been able to coach mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. So you have to have that commitment. But how much time is that? Is that five hours a week? Is that 10 hours a week? Sure. That's the question. Yes. That how much can you give to that? Sure. But yes, I think it's critical. And, you know, for me, when I was raising a young family, I gave a lot of time to our church. Mm-hmm. And that was great. But you know, that helped me be a better person. And it helped me live a, a better a better life with uh, my business as well. Mm-hmm. It all, all went around. That's right. Great, great example. So on the other side of that, knowing that people are heads down and really focused on building the, the enterprises of the future and creating these innovation jobs... What can we as a community do to surround these companies with more assistance? Sort of back to, as you quoted me earlier, creating a little bit of unfair advantage. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, how do we point to and and identify some of these great emerging companies and say, hey, let's help you grow this faster, better, bigger, because that'll that will literally help deliver on this mission to create more innovation jobs. Right, right. And I. So there's, first of all, what we can do in at the CEO Leadership Alliance is help connect the older generation, the current mm-hmm. leaders and their C-suite executives with the younger entrepreneurs that are emerging. And building those connections are critical and making it easy for to turn them into customers. Mm-hmm. There's a an illustration in Minneapolis where they created a a, a commitment to buying local. Mm. And in buying local, the purchasing agents of the big companies have added 5 billion dollars of revenue into the Minneapolis St. Paul economy. And they can do that now on an annual basis by just thinking differently Mm. and making it easy to get business. So that's one thing we can do. That's huge. Yeah, that's a huge 
lesson to learn. Yeah, and how we do that. and how, So that's about a mindset mm-hmm. and shifting mindset and investing, even if you pay a little bit more, but I'm investing in the county where mm-hmm. I'm going to grow this talent. It's not just always about the lowest possible cost. That's right. that's right. Oh, that's so powerful. And I mean, growing up in a family business like I did in a small community, I saw that firsthand. Yeah. Um, and that, that, back to what you were talking about earlier, is, is a little bit more of the recirculation in your local economy, which right. you talked about, you know, innovation jobs often are about exporting, but you have to have both, I think. You have and, to have both. And we know, we know that. Um, so let's go back to that, though, for a second. So we have a, a very strong real estate history here and mm-hmm. a real estate economy here. And I think it's easy for a lot of the, the people who have work in or have historically invested in real estate and now are doing a lot of that investing outside of the area to think, well, I'm, I'm exporting because I'm going out into other places and building or buying real estate. But that doesn't create jobs back here in Orange County that doesn't bring um, invested dollars into innovation here in Orange County. So how how do we help them see that those dollars could be really productive that they're generating externally in places like Texas or Colorado or other places where where they're investing, but that they could really have a big impact here by reinvesting those dollars into prop tech or into right. you know into right. innovation <laughs> yeah. areas so yeah so any, any thoughts there yeah so the, our history look we were innovators in real yes, estate absolutely orange county has a history of great innovation mm-hmm. we innovate we innovated one of the first great planned communities the city of irvine that's right and we, our master plan communities are mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. that's innovation the design of homes People right. come from all over the world to study the design of our homes in yes. Orange County. So there's a spirit of entrepreneurship and innovation. But as those balance sheets by investors in real estate grow, those personal balance sheets, let's see them grow. I love yes. that. But take 5% of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe take up to 15%, depending on how big your balance sheet is, <laughs> and put it into stimulating and growing the economy, the innovation economy we need for the future. It's not going to be the innovation of real estate in Orange County. It's the innovation in these clusters that are emerging now in biotechnology and in cybersecurity and gaming. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're putting together is how VCs, prop tech, how VCs can invest in that and how we can get limited partners with nice balance sheets sure. to take a portion of that and realize this is not Las Vegas. Yes. There are great returns here. Sometimes a lot better than real estate yes. in terms of the gain you can make. And and I think it's back to what the formation of CLA is, which is this is also doing well and doing good right, right? That, that is i you know and, and i think you know this and i want to ask your your why here in a second but for me getting involved in this is about my kids and mm. i don't know what fields my kids are going to make their life's work in but i'm certain there's a better chance they're going to create a, a great life working in innovation areas 
than not. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have them making their life here in Orange County because this is a place where innovation of the future is happening. Right. And not because this is just a comfortable place to live. And so right. that, that's what inspires me to put the, the effort and the, the attention toward this that I do. But for you, Doug, I mean, you, you know, you've done very, very well. I talked about a lot of your success and accolades. Why are you doing this? What what's what's driving mm-hmm. you to be so passionate? Because it's it's inspiring, and I I so appreciate all that you do every day. Sure. Well, thanks. Well, uh, look, I think there's many layers to why people do things, uh, but the a core why that has motivated me you know, really since college was I see people. And the opportunity for them to grow and live a rich life. And I just love the opportunity to connect with those people and help them realize their dreams. Mm. And when you can do that, there's nothing more rewarding mm. and exciting than that. And when you can help them put their dreams into a business plan that actually is monetized and allows them to live uh, not only with a quality of life in relationships, but a quality of life that has been realized through growing wealth that allows you to live a good life. Wow, you put those two together? That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So I was down at Phil's Coffee this morning waiting mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. So many young people down there. And I'm thinking about their lives and the future they have. And I thought to myself, if we can do this, we can change a lot of lives. We can touch a lot of lives, and we can touch a lot of lives of those people right there in that room mm-hmm. and help them live a more productive and fulfilling life right here in Orange County. That would be a great legacy to leave. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's great. Well, Paul's giving me the time sign over here, Doug. We could obviously talk about this for hours because, um, you know, it's just, as I said, our conversations always go into really deep, interesting places like this. But um, as I do the final lap here at Accelerate OC today, one of the things I always ask my guests is to share a piece of wisdom or, or advice that they have for the listeners. So as you think about mm. these aspiring entrepreneurs and innovators here, what what advice would you have for them that you'd, you'd love to, to leave? Yeah. My advice would be first lead with your heart. Mm-hmm. And every person who starts a business, that is an act of courage. Mm -hmm. Remember that. You are a courageous person. Lead with your heart, but figure out how to economically make it viable. Figure out who you need to get around you to make that work, that a customer will actually pay you something Mm. for the privilege of that product or service that you've created. That's the challenge. You got to lead with your heart first, but then work with your head Mm -hmm. to turn it into a reality. That's a great, great, great advice. Well, Doug, thank you so much for joining me here today and for uh, taking us on this ride, sharing your wisdom and and insights that I I just find to be so inspiring and, and valuable. And, Thanks for being such a great mentor to 
everyone you you meet and and touch and mm. and to me uh, in the in the time that we've known each other, I'm so excited that I've been invited to be part of this CLA journey with you and uh, I've learned so much in in a short time that we've been together and look forward to to more in our time ahead. You, you know, you're doing so much to accelerate OC. Um, and uh, I appreciate you for that. Thank you, Carrie, and thanks, thanks to you and what you're doing. It's amazing. I love your energy and spirit. We want to get 100 carries out there, and then we might be able to really get something going out in Orange County. Thank thanks, you. Doug. You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's accelerate OC together.